Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. Thank you, Liz. Thanks, Dan and Liz. It's awesome having them do announcements together, hey? Yeah, really cool. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Um, while we've got the young ads up, some of, some of the, our young ads up here, I do want to honour and shout out to our young ads in the house. Um, can you just give a shout if you're a young ad in the house? You should be our liveliest bunch. Yeah, yeah, liveliest bunch. Um, these, these guys are amazing. And I don't know if you know church, um, just they go, and, they go and meet in the restaurant um, after church every Sunday and it's so organic and and if you're a young ad in the house that is such a church word isn't it such a church word (laughs) a young ad but if you're a young ad just go and tap them and say where are you going and um, go along with go along to lunch um, and with them and you'll just be a blessing to each other they champion each other on they encourage one another and um, yeah you'll be blessed by them so I just want to give a shout out and keep looking outward when you're there when you're there in that, in that restaurant, keep looking outward because that's what God calls us to. I want to turn to Isaiah uh, today. Uh, the Lord has led me to speak on this passage this Sunday. It's an honour. It is an honour to preach uh, from God's Word in this house. And I don't take this opportunity for granted. I love this church. I love the people in this church. You all have your own stories and hopes and dreams and journeys that you're on. And I find it an absolute privilege to get to walk beside some of you through the highs and the lows and and the in-betweens. And I also love God's Word. So I'm coming today with a real expectation that He's going to meet you today through His Word, through His truth and by His Spirit. There's a weight on this Word I wanna let you know that there is a weight on this word. And I believe I, I received a word of knowledge during worship then, all of, all of worship. And there are some people in this house right now and you're feeling crushed. There's some, it, it, was, it was the strongest word of knowledge I've ever felt. And it's for someone, you've walked into this house and it's like you can't even lift up your hand to praise God. And you can't even open your mouth to sing. And that's, and that's where you're at today. And I don't know who I'm speaking to, but it's someone in this house. And the Lord is gonna meet you today. He's gonna meet you today. And I, I wanna be completely honest, out of all my time sermon writing, and it's been a short while compared to Dan, I'm still a beginner in it. But I've been writing sermons now for five years and I wanna... Comp- be completely raw and honest with you today that this week, this sermon has been the hardest one for me to write. The hardest. And it's for someone today. And I don't know who it's for and you don't need to tell me afterwards it's for you. But I know that there's a weight on this word because I can feel it. I can sense it in worship. And God is going to come through for you. I feel like I just need to get this word of knowledge off my chest before I get into this sermon. I want to promise you today that God is going to come through for you. He's going to come through for you and you feel like you have been stripped of all your strength. 
down to the last ounce and you have got nothing left. Nothing. And he says to you today, I'm gonna come through for you today. Listen to my word. Listen to my word and let it, let it come and wash over you. And I pray whoever that is, if they're listening online, if they're in the house today, in my prayer, there will be breakthrough today for you. There will be breakthrough today for you. And that you just hold on. You just sit there wherever you are and you just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So we're going to Isaiah. And Isaiah is generally considered to be the greatest prophet, the greatest prophet. We have got an amazing prophet of the house, don't we? We do, Deb Peacock, the lovely Deb Peacock, amazing prophet of the house. We love you, Deb. We love Isaiah too, but we also love Deb Peacock. <laughs> and the book is divided into two sections, really. So Isaiah is the first 39 chapters of the prophet's words. And they carry a mess message of a judgment and of sin, and it's pretty heavy stuff. And he's bringing the, the message to Judah and Israel and the surrounding nations, warnings that would purify the people by helping them understand God's true nature and message. However, you know, they kept on repeating those, um, they kept on ignoring those repeated messages. And at the beginning of the second half, starting at Isaiah 40, the, the Israelites are cap captive in Babylon. And one question that was on their minds was, you know, did they have a future? Did they have a future? And God had promised them that they would be a great nation, yet when the Babylonians attacked their capital and took the Israelites captive, God seemed to do nothing. Would God work again in their midst? Can He, will He, or would He simply abandon them? And the exiles were mourning that that they lacked any comfort from anyone. Did anyone comfort them? They felt hopeless and they felt worn out. You know, God, could God act? So in this crisis of faith, God again speaks to the community through His prophet Isaiah with a, a different message of forgiveness and comfort and hope and hope. So we listen to this backdrop and you might relate in some way today you might be feeling worn out from your daily battles you're facing. God, are you there? God, I need you. Lord, bring your comfort and hope to me today too. You know, you can grow weary and you can grow tired. So as we read Isaiah, we can listen to this message in relation to our own life, our own life. So we're gonna read Isaiah chapter 40. Verse 28, do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary and His understanding no one can fathom. And I wanna just stop here just for a moment. I love that first up in this piece of Scripture, Isaiah's words go to the character of God the character of God. He's explaining to them and reminding them again who God is and revealing what His character is like. 
Do you know that today? Do you know that God is the creator of the ends of the earth? Do you know His nature? Do you know His nature? Do you know His characteristics? Part of His nature is that He never gets tired. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Part of His nature is that He doesn't get weary. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? That's not who He is. That's not who God is. His understanding no one can fathom. And Isaiah writes this straight up because he wants to bring an encouragement to his people. I wanna encourage you today to learn who God is. Learn who God is, learn His nature. And you might need to unlearn some things about God. You might have to do that. You might have to be in a season where you're unlearning things about God, false images. You might have to learn, unlearn. You might have to unlearn false images of who God is. He's he's not an angry judge that's distant and cold or controlling. He's not just the man upstairs either who made us and then abandoned us and doesn't really care about us. That's not who He is either. And if this is your view of God, you'll find it very, very hard to put your full trust in Him. God is our Father. God is our good, good Father. He is our loving Dad who is always present. That's who He is. That's who He is. And we can call Him Dad. We can call Him Papa. We can call Him Father. He longs for that. He longs for intimacy with him, with us. That's his heart. So again, Isaiah is once again telling the people who God is. He continues with his message in this, in this scripture. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. I want you to look around the room right now and choose the strongest person in the room. You don't have to tell me who you picked. You can just look around, look around, and you don't have to go, hey, I'm over here, guys. Like, you don't have to do that. But I want you to look around this room, and it might be in a physical sense, I don't know, it might be in a spiritual sense, but I just want you to choose someone today who you think, yeah, they look pretty strong. They look pretty strong. And just, you know, you got someone in your head? Well, guess what? Even they too get tired and weary. Yes, they might look like the strongest person in the room in your eyes, but they are human and they are imperfect. And sorry if that's a letdown to you today. (laughs) Our human strength is limited, but God's power and strength never runs out. It never runs out. It's limitless. It's limitless. His strength becomes our source of strength. His strength becomes our source of strength. When you feel like all of life crushing you and you cannot go another step, or when you feel like life's circumstances have completely emptied you of all your strength, 
Remember that you can stop and call out to the Lord to renew your strength. And it takes humbling ourselves. It takes humbling ourselves. It takes humbling ourselves. I felt this word of knowledge for someone in the room and, I, and beautiful Tash Wardlaw was praying for me behind my chair and she prayed and usually those prayers just last a couple of minutes. But I grabbed her hand and I pulled her to front row and I said to her, you stay with me, you stay with me and you pray and I need you right up to the pulpit. So I, I apologise, Tash, you'll have to go home and have some worship time out there. But it takes humbling ourselves, doesn't it? It takes humbling ourselves. It takes that little white flag of surrender in the air saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it's a glorious thing. It's a glorious thing when we recognise our weakness because then we rely and we fully are trusting on Him, fully. It's not about us. It's all about Him. And as long as we think we're strong, as long as we think we can manage it, as long as we think we've got it, saying, I can handle it, I've got it, I can do that, I can do that, yep, yeah, I can do that, I'll do that. I got it, I got this, yep, I'm strong. I'm strong, I got it. Yep, I'll do, I'll do that too, yep, I got that one. Man, I tell you, we're head, we'll be heading for disaster. Psalm 147 puts it like this. His pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warrior. Or the message translation, he's not impressed with horsepower. (sighs) What a word from the Lord. He's not impressed with horsepower. The size of our muscles means little to him. Sorry if that's a letdown to you today too. (laughs) Those who fear God get God's attention. They can depend on His strength. They can depend on His strength. And our strength, how strong we might think we are, what we can do by ourselves means little to Him. It means little to Him. But when we surrender, (laughs) when we surrender and say, I can't do it, I can't do it. Don't panic, don't panic and don't be sad about that fact. That's indeed where the Lord wants us. It's where the Lord wants us. And I can't help but not think of the story of Gideon with this. Gideon's army was 32,000 men facing an enemy of enormous proportion and strength and Gideon bravely moves forward, but then God stops him. And he said, you got far too many men. So Gideon's army was 32,000 men and he culls them. 22,000 soldiers leave, still too many. Another 9,700 leave with the riverbank test. We've read that one before. They end up with 300 to fight an enemy of enormous power and strength. Why? God wants to make the Israelites get the lesson. And He wants them to get it crystal clear. The Israelites' victory 
has nothing to do with their strength or number, but everything to do with God's power and love. Because in our weakness, His strength is perfected. And we can say this with great assurance. It's a promise today. This is my mum's favourite verse and it might be yours too. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We, We know that one, right? And we can use it. We can meditate on it. We can repeat it over in our minds. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through God who gives me strength. And we meditate on this. We meditate it. And I want you to take that as a gem this week, wherever the Lord is calling you and have that in your mind. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and meditate on that. And you will sense the Lord's strength just filling you up. Let's keep reading Isaiah's words. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And when I read this this week, I couldn't help but notice this line in Scripture that everything everything seems to follow out of this line. But those who hope in the Lord. And I looked at this line a few times with different translations and it said, but those who hope, but those who trust, but those who place their hope in the Lord. We can put our hope in many other things other than God. We can put our hope in a person. We can put our hope in a friend. We can put our hope in our own strength. We can put our hope in our bank account. Place your hope in Jesus today. Place your hope in the Lord today. And I had this picture this week. And you might like to close your eyes as I share this, but or not, that's totally fine. <laughs> but I had this picture of Jesus coming towards you this this week and He stands right in front of you and He's got His hand out towards you and these are His words to you this morning. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? That's what He's saying to you this morning. Do you trust me? And my heart and my prayer today is that we can be a people who answer back to Him, Lord, I trust You. Lord, I trust You. Lord, I trust You. And can you say that today? And if you're sitting there and you have that picture of Jesus coming with His hands saying, do you trust me? And if you can't say those words, if, if there's a blockage there or if you can't get those words out of your mouth saying, God, I trust you. Keep the conversation happening with Jesus. Ask Him why. Say, what, Lord, why can't I trust you? 
Why can't I trust you? And He will show you things. He will reveal things to you because He doesn't want that hindrance. He doesn't want that blockage there. He wants that blockage gone. And He'll show you why. Because His heart is that when He puts His hand out to you saying, do you trust me? His heart is that you grab His hand with full trust and say, I trust you, Jesus. And that you come along the journey with Him. And keep that conversation happening because He wants you to rest fully in that trust. He wants you to lean back on that trust. He wants you to rest in that trust. That was good timing. Mark and I just returned from the mountains and we have begun um, a new annual practice of going away for a couple of nights, just the two of us, just the two of us and with the Lord. And we've, we've been married 22 years and we have, the last three years, we have gone up to the mountains and it's just an annual practice that we have placed in the schedule. And God calls us to come away with Him, doesn't, doesn't He? He says, come away daily, come away weekly, come away monthly with Him. And this is a practice of ours that we've popped in our schedule uh, the last three years. So we, we head up there and, it, and at first it started as a celebration. We do love celebrating things, our family. I don't know if you've realised that. But anything that's worth celebration, we celebrate. And so we were celebrating up there and... Yeah, we, we go away, we take um, letters of encouragement, we take prophetic words, we take um, prayers of people and we go there and we spend the time up there with the Lord and with each other. And God has told me up there and told us up there that out of all my ministry work, out of all my ministry commitments, that this one is the most important because we're up there with Jesus and we're hearing from Him, we're receiving from Him and then everything else flows out of that. Um, so I don't know if you've, you've put some practices in your life. I was talking to someone at chapel uh, last week and he shared with me, he said, yeah, I've got an, a monthly practice of heading up to the mountains to be with the Lord. And that's pretty cool. But I just, I just encourage you to get those practices uh, in your schedule and come away with him daily or weekly or monthly uh, and annually as well. And they're good things. They're good things. So we were up in the mountains, uh, Mark and I, and we were, we were there for a couple of nights last weekend. And on day two, uh, on the veranda, we were having breakfast uh, on the veranda. And on day two, we were nestled in the side of the mountain, quite high up. And we were up there and next minute, two eagles just come out of nowhere and just start flying in front of us. And it was amazing. Now I've seen eagles in the wilderness. I know if you're out in a boat, you might look up and see an eagle or if you're um, going up the coast and you're driving a car and you see an eagle. Like, I've seen that before, they're quite high, high up. But this, these were like smack bang in front of us, like right in front of us, two eagles just soaring. It was amazing. And these, these, these eagles were so, I know um, some people know Leif Hetland. I know he came and preached here a few, a few years ago. But if Leif was saying this, it was like a kiss from Papa. It was like a blessing. But they were flying, they were catching things, they were putting their claws out and they were um, eating things. They were soaring right over our cottage. But the coolest part, the coolest part of this is when they were catching thermals. Now, 
A thermal, if you don't know what a thermal is, a thermal is a current of warm air rising. Warm air rising. And, and, and they were catching these thermals. And as we we're watching them soar, we would look over to when they go into those thermals. And the way that they were flying changed. They were soaring with minimal flapping. Minimal flapping. They were catching those thermals and they were going higher and higher and higher. Minimal flapping. And I can't help but think that that is our walk with Holy Spirit, with Jesus. You know, are we, are we soaring like those eagles catching the wind? They were catching the wind. They were catching the wind. They were soaring. Are we like those eagles soaring, catching the wind? Or, or does our life look more like a duck and you're just doing a whole lot of flapping? Like a whole lot of flapping. <laughs> like who's been doing a whole lot of flapping? <laughs> or is it like a chicken and you're doing a whole lot of scratching just on the ground? Or is it like a parrot and you've just been doing a whole lot of talking? <laughs> I don't know. That's what the Lord said. <laughs> you're just talking. You're talking, you're talking, you're talking. But think about it. And this week I have been thinking about that eagle catching those thermals, catching that wind with minimal, minimal flapping. He wants us to catch the wind. The Lord says to you today, I didn't call you <laughs> to be like a parrot. Just doing a whole lot of talking. Nothing much going on, just talk, talk. All like a chicken, all like a duck. And some of us have taken on things that aren't ours to carry. More flapping, more flapping. And God will give you the wisdom to realign some things and to press reset to press reset. Just like that warm air rising, we need to be positioned where God is breathing and moving. If He's not breathing or moving on something, don't go there. Don't attempt to push up against it because you'll waste your energy and your time. And so this is key in this season. We wanna be aligned where Holy Spirit is moving. He's saying enough flapping, <laughs> enough flapping. I called you to be like an eagle. I called you to be like an eagle. You are made for the heights. Someone needs to hear this today. You are made for the heights. You are made for the heights. I'm calling you to soar. And He wants to say to you today that all limits are off. All limits are off. All limits are off. All ceilings that have been placed on people right now by yourself or by other people's words are off. They're off. You can soar. The sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. It's time for you to fly. It's time for you to fly. 
It's time for you to fly. And get into position to catch the wind. Get into position to catch the wind. I love how Tim Sweetman came last week and shared that word about pruning, yeah? I loved it. I watched it a couple of days after and it was an epic word. Some things we're gonna drop. Some things are gonna be cut off. Some things we will have to position. We'll have to line up. I came out of that mountain retreat and there were some things on my list that Lord's like, realign this, reset this, realign this, ask her to do this. <laughs> I've got a couple of mentors but the Lord put one more person on my heart and said, this week, by next Friday, I want you to approach her and ask her to, to help you in this area of your life. We need a support crew around us. If you have been walking the Christian journey alone without a mentor, without anyone around you, it will be hard yakka. It will be hard yakka. And that is a strong word I feel for today. If you do not have a mentor in place, if you do not have an accountability partner in place, get one, get one. That's what the Lord showed me on the mountain. And He will put someone in your mind and you humble yourself and you go, I did it. I did it in chapel on Thursday. I grabbed the person and I sat her down and I said, right, God's put you on my heart. And she was like, great sister. Awesome. And I said, keep me accountable for this, 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 and this. She's like, sweet, I'll see you in a term. Great. Because I feel strongly that the Lord's saying to catch the wind, we got to position ourselves because He wants more. He wants more from us. He's got more for us. He's got more for us. So as new wineskins, we've been hearing from the Lord for this, this year. He's got more, you're gonna carry more. You're gonna move in more power. You're gonna be moving in more power. Oh, that's a strong word today. But, but we don't just talk about it. We don't just go home and say to the hubby or the wife, yeah, yep, I, I probably need that. And it's talk, 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 talk. He wants us to act. He wants us to act. He wants us to get on the phone and ring that person and say, hey, could you be my mentor? Could you be my accountability person in this area? And my husband did the same. He had someone on his mind and he went, and are you be my accountability person in this area? And I just, I just feel that strongly for us that he wants this for us, church, because he has more for us. He has more for us and we are to align things and reset things and put things into place, to put things into place so that He can come and move and we can walk in a new way. Who's up for walking in a new way? Me too, come on. More glory, Lord, more power, more, fre more freshness from You, Holy Spirit. We say yes to these things. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. And we had to move with Him. And I don't want to move anywhere where the Lord's not moving. I want to move where He says to move. I want to create when He says to create. I want to build when He says to build. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labour in vain. So we're going where you're going, Holy Spirit. We're moving where You're moving, Holy Spirit. 
Teach us, Holy Spirit, to catch the wind and soar like an eagle. Soar like an eagle. The sky is the limit. And may we rise and soar on eagles' wings and strengthen us by Your Holy Spirit. And we will walk and we will not only walk, but we will run and we will soar. And I would love to pray uh, for us while the band comes up. So you can stand, church, and we're gonna pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, oh Lord, we love you. We thank you, Jesus, for your strength. We thank you, Lord, uh, for your fresh wind, Father. We thank you, Jesus, that you call us to soar like those eagles. That's what you do, you call us to soar like those eagles. So Father God, as this song is played now, Lord, come Holy Spirit, we invite you in this place. We say yes to you, Jesus. We say yes to You, Lord, with Your fresh wind, Father. We thank You, Lord. And Lord, may we remind ourselves of that truth. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come with Your fresh wind today. Come with Your fresh wind and strengthen our frame. May we walk in that power. May we walk in that power, Lord, in Your power for Your glory for Your glory. Lord, we trust You. We trust You, Jesus. We trust You and we place our hope and trust in You, great King. And if there is somebody here in this room and they have never placed their hope and trust in Jesus ever, Lord, You're inviting them today to come and place their hope and trust in You. Today is the day that could be their first day that they've placed their trust and hope in You. And if that is You, I just want You to put out Your hands right now. Just receive this. And I just wanna lead You in this prayer. Father God, today, I decide to put my hope and trust in You. I place my hope in You, Jesus, and I invite You into my life. I invite You into my life as my Lord and Saviour. Forgive me for all the mess. Forgive me for the wrong things I've done. And today I choose to place my hope and trust in You. I ask for Your forgiveness. I surrender. I surrender. And today I say, yes, I will from now on, from this day forward, I will place my hope and trust in You. In Jesus' Name we pray, Amen. 
Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.